back to the Cold Pizza Podcast. If you hear some background noise, we are recording this episode at Generosa Coffee in Warrendale, which is where Cars and Coffee is held every other Saturday. Um, Cars and Coffee Pittsburgh, that is. And when I say we, we have a new guest today. It is myself, Bailey, and um, Alex Wirtz. Clear Cut Photography on Instagram if you want to go check him out. He is an automotive photographer, um, up-and-coming automotive photographer here in the Pittsburgh area. He's a good friend of mine, so I reached out. I said, I know you were just in L.A., um, kind of chasing the dream, so kind of I want to hear about it from him. We haven't really gotten to talk about it yet, so I'm going to let him come on and tell his stories and just kind of get him out there try and blow up his spot a little bit so welcome Alex Wirtz thank you um yeah so I was in LA uh July 22nd through the 1st of August um I went to visit a friend he was a close neighbor of mine that moved out there and yeah it's a, another vacation I get to take every summer um car scene's amazing out there good for exposure and if you're trying to build a brand it's a fantastic place for sure it's definitely California I haven't been to California yet it's uh, on my list probably next year I've been saying that for like two years there too but um, definitely a great place to network um, in the industry in the media industry in the automotive industry everything it just seems like everybody is kind of located in LA San Diego um, like the southern that's portion the place of to be. California seems to be the place to be, except it's super expensive to live there. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, good weather. If you can withstand a couple uh, minor to major earthquakes each year, I guess. But everybody's got to die from something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Get rich or die trying. Yeah, I um, guess. No, yeah. Definitely if you have like any sort of brand you're trying to build, LA or just that Southern California is the place to be. I mean, they have it all. I know you texted me while you were still out there. You're like, man, you got to come out here and like try and market horsepower and pizza a little bit because you had oh, one of my bracelets on. You yeah. said people were making like a yeah. huge deal out of it. I was like, no, They're, I mean, it's yeah. something small, but like, I thought that was cool. It still counts. I mean, everyone. There's a person out there that likes something that you like. Oh, for sure. Especially with that dense population it's a place to be is there any any particular places that you went that kind of um, stuck out I, I know a couple places I've seen a couple of your pictures on yeah Instagram, um but. my favorite was probably Hoonigan Garage down in Long Beach um, these guys are nuts uh I was we were able to walk right in through the gates into the yard no shit. Dude, that was, it was cool. crazy um they didn't have too many project cars. I got to see shit car. I saw that through the garage. I saw about like nine Evos chilling in there. That's um, pretty cool. Was Hurt or anybody there? No, no, no unfortunately. Sucks. It was pretty empty. I mean, they had a few cars out there. But no, we were able to walk in. I got two shirts from there. But no, they were welcoming. It was great. Um, another place we went to was uh, West Coast Customs. I don't know if anyone grew up watching Paint My Ride, oh, yeah. Street Customs. You sent me a couple Snapchats from yeah. there. I was like, oh man, like I really got to get out there. There's so oh, much yeah. stuff to see. Yeah, that was cool too because we were able to get a free tour. And that was my last night down there. 
we were able to get a free tour. I actually got to meet the owner personally. Alright, well that's cool. Yeah. Make those connections. Did you go yeah. to the Fast and Furious house? Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah, Every, everybody has gone. All, all of my friends have been there yeah. but me. And Toretto's Market. Oh, yeah. That's right down the street. Literally like 100 yeah. yards away or something. All the dirt marks down there. That's crazy. Yep. Um, we spent a day in LA down in like Rodeo Drive. We just went dealership to dealership. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see what dealerships are around. And first one pops up Ferrari. So we walk there. I'm like, we walk in. I mean, it's quiet. Are they pretty awkward. welcoming? Yeah. I've never that's, been to a Ferrari. That's what's dealer. crazy. Yeah, I'd expect them like, the, just with like the stereotype around the brand. Like, I wouldn't expect them to be the most welcoming people for like young photographers and stuff. Yeah, no. All the exotic car dealerships and high-end dealerships we went to, they were all welcoming, especially Pagani. I can, I can believe that. Um, yeah, I'm. We're in Ferrari. I'm like, you know what? I'm interested. They kind of have to. I feel like with like the hypercar market mm -hmm. being as small and niche as it is, mm -hmm. like if you go to like a Koenigsegg or Pagani, like one of those dealerships, I expect them to be a little more welcoming because they know that their clientele is heavy hitters. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like you're not gonna go in there and bullshit them into thinking you're going to buy this car. Like, you can go to BMW, you can go to Audi and be like, oh, well, I'm going to buy this car, and they'll let you test drive it. Exactly. There's no test drives at Exactly. It's you buy it or you're walking out the yeah. door with nothing. Um, no, and here's the thing. It's LA. You don't know who has money. Exactly, because the kid walking down the street wearing a polo and a Rolex, yeah. it could be flexing that Rolex or it could be the heir to some multi-hundred exactly. million dollar and that's, fortune. And that's, that's what it is. I mean, all of, all those kids driving G-Wagons down there, they're, they're either out there working their ass off or they're just part of royalty of some sort. I, I know a kid that dated a girl from Calabasas and oh, yeah. I followed her on Instagram for a while and she, for her birthday, she got like, I don't know what all it was. She just posted pictures on her story of like, there was a Tiffany box, there was a Cartier box, there was, it was literally probably $100,000 worth of something, like just for her birthday, from her parents, and I'm like, well, I mean, you're from California. That's how they do it that's, out there. That's life, go I guess. Go big or go home. But, no, it's wild. Like, I want to get out there just to, like, experience that whole... It's just, a whole I, different it's a, culture It's out a there. whole different culture, like, the money is so much... Mm -hmm more dense because the population's dense like yeah. I don't know it's just something that's always interested me and I want to experience it firsthand. yeah for sure um, I feel really poor when I go home that's how I felt um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so we went Ferrari we found it's a Guerra coach it was I want to say Aston Martin but we walk in I'm not sure how well known is this where, name is is that where TJ's that Ferrari was? Ogera? They have one in San Diego. Okay. Yeah, they okay. have they have Ogera, um in La Jolla down in San Diego. Okay, La Jolla is where, that's where uh, Spencer Burke's from. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, because I remember we, that's where I saw one of my first Bugattis. Okay. Yeah, a couple years I've, back. I've only ever seen... <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, I think I've only ever seen one... Bugatti in person. It was BC's Veyron uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Supersport, or yeah. the white one. They're yeah. so much smaller than 
Oh yeah. I'd expect. Oh yeah. I just, I didn't expect it to be that small. It looks like a Volkswagen Beetle that got stepped on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we, I walk in there and there's a Remac Concept 2, I think they're called, or Remac 1. It's blue carbon, white paint. It was beautiful. Blue carbon always looks good. I know it's like a fully electric hypercar. And then there was a Koenigsegg Agera. It was, I can't remember which edition it was, but it, I think it was eight, the double H or whatever. It was blue carbon. Um, that was probably one of my favorite cars I, mean, I saw. I've only ever seen one of those. It's my favorite that, car I've seen to date, but I've seen... That was the first one I ever saw. I saw the maroon one that did the world record. I was in Detroit yeah. last year. RJ and I, that was the first time both of us had seen a Koenigsegg. So we got a picture in front oh, of it. Oh, they're amazing. Dude, it's beautiful. Uh -huh. That's my favorite brand, for sure. Like, oh, yeah. They just build beautiful cars. Like, the new, the Yesco has, like, yep. a seven-clutch transmission or yep. something. Like, the tech is just wild. And, uh, Christian von Koenigsegg is amazing. He's he's a completely intuitive engineer. Like his mind, I, I just want to sit down with him and like be able to pick his mind on like engineering stuff and like manufacturing stuff. Because with that being the field that I'm in, yeah. like he just seems to have like a sixth sense for it, where he just like pulls ideas out of his oh, yeah. ass and he's like, well, we oh, can yeah. make that happen without a doubt. But like he's not on, especially from where he started from. He, yeah. Exactly. I think his first one, it was a V8. Or I, don't, I don't know too much about the history of the company. I know he's been doing it since like the early to mid-90s, mm -hmm. and like it's been a hustle. Because his like, first one, I think his first off. car wasn't, the motor used wasn't technically a Koenigsegg motor. I could be wrong, but that's what um, I'll take your word for it. I mean, I'll do the research yeah. later. But. but yeah, no. Um, we went into, after that, we... It was only a mile away. We went to Pagani, and in there, I saw one of this another beautiful car, the Ferrari F40. I've never seen one in person. Oh my gosh! I've never seen one in person. That was better than any of the Paganis there. I believe it. I've never seen a Pagani either. But the, the, I mean, you're a couple years younger than me. And mm -hmm. how old are you? You're 18. 18. Yeah. So you're fresh out of high school. Yeah. <laughs> Make me yeah. feel really old. But. Um, no, I've never seen a Pagani in person, but like, I don't know if it changed any in like the six-year gap between you and me. But the F40 was like the one of the poster cars of oh, it my still childhood. Is. Yeah, I mean still it is. still is, but like then it got into Guy Hardes, like the newer gen stuff. Yeah, but yeah. like that's still one of the most iconic cars to me. Oh, for sure, and they're just I don't have the words like just with as light as it was and it's like a what is it a 2.9 liter twin turbo v8 like it's a small displacement engine but it revs stupid high oh, yeah. so it's stupid loud it's got lexan windows yep. like it's a full race car oh yeah it's a full race car that's pretty much street legal yeah i mean they, they are street legal i don't know about like the lm versions or the, oh they can't be they, i'm sure they're know. not but it's just it doesn't matter what spec the car is, they're beautiful. I've seen one that, I think it was yellow originally, which hurts my soul because it's no longer yellow, but it's painted British racing green. So it's like that dark. Yep. Oh my God. I was gonna say, that probably looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. But I, I think my Chance favorite was, personally. I think Chance was telling me that it was a yellow car from factory. And I was like, I'm like torn on that because mm. I love yellow cars, but I mean, I guess 
we can settle for British Racing Green. But, yeah. um, no, I can't so, imagine trying to find a shop that would want to do that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Dance Monkey painted that one black. The one that they, yeah. the wrecked one that they bought. But yeah, but that was wrecked. This one. Yeah, this one. I don't think this one was wrecked. I think it was just a color change. But like, how much? Like, that, that's one of those cases where you have fuck you money. Oh yeah. Like you have to. There's no. I don't have a better term for it. You it's have not, to have fuck you money yeah. to take a Ferrari F40 and be like, oh, I'm just gonna change the color. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> It's like you can't just have like a Ford Explorer sitting in your garage and then next to it's an F40. No, yeah, it has to be like G wagons. Yeah. No, it's amazing. Um. So, like, did you get to shoot anything? Like, did you set up any shoots or anything while you were um, out there with anybody? Or you I just kind of went to hang out, and take pictures. I didn't. Like, get this line up specifically any shoots, but we were. This was my second day there, or no, my third day there. We went down to the beach. We went down to Ventura Beach, which is where, from where my friend lives in Santa Clarita, about an hour completely west. Keep in mind, I had to drive his car the whole time because he lost his license in Hollywood. Um, he lost it trying to park somewhere, and I had to drive it, and it's a five-speed, and Needless to say, I was a nervous wreck driving it on the highway. And it's, so, so that's why the clutch went out. It had 140,000 miles. Okay, well that's, and that's And it was fair. the OEM clutch. That's fair. But I might have thumped it a few times. Yeah, but, uh, it happens. Yeah, we were coming back and we were going to visit the spot where Paul Walker died. Five minutes away from, it's five minutes out from where my friend friend's house. And there's this Subaru sitting there, so I'm like, you know what? I see an opportunity. I just started shooting pictures of it, um, made made friends with the guy, and he launched it and almost stalled it. Seriously? He was in third, and he he started revving it up, and then yeah, he he sent me a message. He's like, uh, he's like, I was in third. That's why I didn't launch it right away. Um. Sorry, I am listening to you. I keep getting tagged in Pat's wheels. Like, Rotiform posted oh, yeah. the wheels to the yeah. uh, RWB that was built this week here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And everybody keeps tagging me because I posted all sorts of stuff and RWB kept reposting it. So somebody just keeps tagging me. They're like, these are for Horsepower Pizza's RWB. I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, they it's, think it's yours. Yeah, they think it's my car. It's not my RWB. It's Pat Lynn at PRL Motorsports. If only, though. Dude, he... That was quite the experience to be there for that. Yeah, I was gonna say, I saw a set of Black Works. Okay, so here's the deal. I don't wanna blow up Pat's spot because I'm. You guys are gonna hear all of this on the show that gets posted before this because we're doing a super show. So I'm not gonna talk too much about the super or the RWB. But here's the deal. There's not a motor in the RWB yet. It comes next week. It's still with the builder. Oh. Well, I guess Nakai San, when you buy the kit and he's going to come over and build the car, you have to have wheels for the car and the rotiforms weren't ready yet. Uh. So they scrambled and bought these works. So now he has two sets of wheels for this RWB. Did he buy them used or? No, I don't think so. They're, dude, they're beautiful. They're, they're like a satin or matte yeah, face, yeah. one gloss barrels with gold hardware. Ooh. 
and then the car's ruby stone red, obviously. I saw that, because I saw those, I'm like, those are going to look killer. Well, the cage that's getting put in it is silver, mm. and then the rotiforms are powdered in silver. Yeah. Oh, my God. But I like the rotiforms on it. The works are, like, when you buy the RWB, like, the full, like, package, mm. I guess works are the wheel, because they're a Japanese wheel, and yeah. it's a Japanese-style yep. portion. But anyway, that, it's not my car, so please stop tagging me in the car. I, I, I understand that I posted a lot of it, but it's not my car. I was just blessed enough to be there for the build. Um, We're going to start to get a fund me to get you one. <laughs> no, uh, you didn't see that shirt yet. It's one of the 2020 samples. It says no go fund me is in my circle. <laughs> That's funny that you brought that That's up though. Because I almost wore it and then I put on the PRL shirt instead. <laughs> no, that's that's but, good. Um, I was I wanted to see the California edition RWB when I was out in California. I mean I figured I wouldn't, but I I know there was one floating around there. I'm sure there's yeah, there's probably a bunch of fake ones there's out like there. There's like a canary too. yellow. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wasn't, okay, like, I'm gonna be dead honest. I wasn't sure how I felt about the Ruby Stone. Because, like, I knew what color that was. That's the color that uh, Salamandra's yep, his Carrera GT yep, was. The CGT is. So, um, Pat, I go to visit with Pat when he gets the car, like, before it went out for paint. The car was white. And I'm like, so what color are you gonna do? He said Ruby Stone. So I'm like, okay, okay. It's like a. Oh man, canary yellow looks so good on this. And it's a 964 too. Yeah. Yep. Pats is a not oh wait. That's not a 96. That's a 993 in the picture. Oh. They labeled it wrong. Yeah. Because Pats is a 964 and you don't see they don't do a whole lot of 964 RWBs because if you're buying an air cooled 911, the 964s are the ones that are bringing the most money because they didn't make that many of them. But anyway, we're um, this is your podcast, not mine. Yeah, so um, I'm not trying to like blow up Pat's spot, but go check out PRL Motorsports, uh, PR Lynn on Instagram, and it's RWB underscore Pittsburgh is the account for the car. The go, car is beautiful. Go fund them for new tires for the Supra. Yeah, we'll get to the Supra. There's a uh, there, there's a whole issue with that. I have a video coming out with the Supra this week. I was lucky enough to be handed the keys to that as well. But um, no. So like, how did you get into photography? What? Well, here I'm gonna ask you this first. What is your setup currently? What are you shooting on? I don't know anything about cameras, so it's kind of bad that RJ is not here for this. Like, I do media stuff and I do like videos and photos and everything everybody's like oh i got this 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 and this like is this a good camera i'm like bro like you got a text to rj i have no idea like i bought a camera off of amazon and um here we are and i film most of my stuff on my iphone iphone's great quality for filming but uh sorry i lost my train of thought there There there's somebody's blonde sister walked by (laughs) um so yeah so little backstory of how i got the camera um, so I work at Target and I, I was just looking at cameras because I had been planning to get one for a while and I saw a deal. It was a kit for a Canon Rebel T6 with, it came with a zoom lens and just a regular 18 to 35 or 55 lens. So I'm like, it's 47% off. Why not? That's pretty much 50% off and I get 10% off. So why not? 
So I ended up buying that. Came down to like three fifty when it was like a seven hundred plus dollar deal. And I was taking two photography classes to begin with in school. I took one first semester and then last semester. So that kind of that kind of just sparked it even more. Even before I was using my iPhone to take pictures. So it's just growing ever since. So you, you've only been doing this a few months. Well, well like, with, within the past years, when you really started getting into it, right? Because I remember getting followed. Like I, you and I have followed each other on like our personal accounts for a while. But, like, yeah. When did you start the clear cut photography page? So, Not that long ago, right? There was a point where I had it, but I just never used it. And I'll scroll all the way down to because I still I believe I still have my first post. It was not this past year. It was the following year, uh, World of Wheels. It's okay. when I decided to start it. Okay. Actually, no, it go was. Blow up his, oh, that's Elliot's. Uh, that was back when he has legacy. I missed that car. Um, go blow up his spot. It's clear dot cut underscore photography on Instagram. He's first, real good. First post February first, twenty eighteen. Okay. And I mean, I didn't post a lot like I, I didn't post daily as I did now it was more well, that's every kinda, couple of days that's how I started out with horsepower and pizza too and it I mean it it grows you, you know how it is yeah. you gotta put in the effort well, yeah, you the gotta, algorithm will pick up and exactly it, it's a pain but it gets there eventually. I mean it's a hustle but once you start building people will see you and they'll respect that you hear that RJ it's a hustle it's not a rental <laughs> so but, uh, yeah, I love doing it. I mean, yeah. So you pick up this camera. You've gotten really good the past couple months. I must thank say, you, like thank with you. all the, like your angles are good. You you know how to edit properly. I like edit it's on my a, iPhone too. I use Lightroom through my iPhone. No shit. Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. Okay, that's sick. Well, that's what you were saying. You were, you got to get a laptop for college. And yep. You first thing I'm getting. Photoshopping Lightroom immediately. Yep, first thing I'm getting. And I'll probably be able to get a discount because I'm going to be a student, so. Oh, yeah. That's how I got all of my, like, um, when I was in college, that's how I would get, like, my AutoCAD. And, like, because yep. if you bought the book, you could download, like, the full version of AutoCAD with, like, a three-year, two-year, three-year license. Like, that's the best part I of going to school. I took uh, four years of CAD classes in high school, starting freshman year and senior year. Favorite ones are Revit. I don't I know why. It. It's like more architectural. Okay. I'm, my favorite one's uh, Autodesk Inventor. Uh, and I guess you can actually Inventor. use that as like, I think that's what they were telling me they program with in PRL. Like they oh, really? use it as like a cam system, which I didn't know. I'm gonna have to look into that a little bit more. If I can get there? Yeah. Yeah, because I know you can do like pretty detailed renders, and we've 3D printed a few things for me but yeah I mean I was looking at possibly getting into it but then I switched over to like wanting to do real estate now I'm taking more of the automotive route and like a photography route so yeah I want to I want to stick with photography yeah well here's the thing I'm, I'm glad this worked out so good because I had a good conversation with somebody that I had never met before at PRL yesterday. Yep. Another young photographer there. Yep. He's, I should I shouldn't say young. He's like he graduated the year behind me, but he's like from high school. But he's probably two years younger because I was old for my grade. Okay. 
Um, but I was just talking to him. He was there to take pictures of the RWB, and I'm like, so, like, what do you do for a living? Like, we were just making small talk. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't really have a job right now. Like, I've been doing the, he's up in Vermont. He's been doing, like, the whole, he's been doing photography here and there on the side. And, like, he grooms, like, ski slopes and stuff in the winter. Like, in, like, the big groomers and stuff. I'm like, make good money doing that. Yeah, he's like, the money's not great, but, like, I go make snow in the morning. And then I'll go groom in the afternoon and the evening and everything. Hey, it's a start. Yeah, but he's like, it's not money it's and like i have friends that have like he has a degree like he went to school i forget what he said his degrees in but he said he's got friends that um have mechanical engineering degrees and like they sit and stare at a computer for eight ten hours a day and like they're bored as hell like they send him snapchats and texts and shit from work and they're bored as hell and he's like i could be doing that but like i'm having fun now and like gaining life experience and like yeah I don't have a bunch of money but like I make it work and he's, I, I said well are you happy because like that's the main it, thing. It's, a, it's a quote from Heath Ledger before he died he said something like everybody always asks if you have a house and a good job and a wife but nobody ever asks if you're happy so I'm like so are you happy he's like I mean I'm content and I, I definitely think content and happy are two different um they're two different they're, they're two different levels levels but you can be happy without being content you can also be content without being happy mm-hmm. but he I, I said and I was like man I don't want to sound too preachy to you but like I got into my career young and then I bought a house and then I bought cars so like the thing is with my I'm still young, and I'm only two years older than this kid, like I said, so I didn't want to preach to him, but I was like, listen, have fun now, because once you get, like, a solid career, and you start making money, there's no going back from that, unfortunately, you're not gonna, well, no, like, if you start making a hundred grand a year, you're not gonna want to go back to doing photography and stuff, because with the more money you start making, then it, you can tell me the other way regardless i'm going to tell you you're wrong if you start making more money you start spending more money so if you make a hundred grand a year you're going to buy a house or a car or something that costs money that's for sure you're making a hundred grand a year and then you say oh screw it i'm gonna go make 25 a year just doing photography and like side gigs and stuff you're not going to be able to keep up that lifestyle that you were living and that's it's one of those things where there's no going back. Like, I can't just decide, like, oh, I'm going to take six months off and go chase my dream. Like, I probably could, and I could probably make it work, but, like, I don't want the stress of doing that That's right now. That's just too big of a it's risk, just, especially. Yeah, it's a huge risk because at some point, you're going to run out of money. Yeah, and, like, no, that's for you, sure. I, I'm not, I shouldn't say you're going to. You could run out of money, and it's it's a high-stress life to do that. But yeah. But, what I'm trying to say to you is chase that dream now. Make that dream happen while you're young because it's I'm not saying you're going to give up on it or that it's not going to happen 10 years from now, 20 years from now, but it's easier for you to make it work now before you end up in a career where you work 50, 60 hours a week and then you're beat when you come home from work. You don't want to do anything by the time you come home from work and that just makes it so much harder, I feel. But it, it makes it so much more worth it for me like I work my ass off 
to be able to do the things that I want to do now. And there's things that I can't do now or yet. Like, I wanted to go to Car Week this week in yeah. Monterey, but, like, that's expensive. That costs oh, yeah. money. I got to fly out there. I got to – and, like, could I expense some of it? Probably. Should I? Definitely not because I'm trying to grow this, so I have to reinvest the money through this to – and, like, if I was going out there and making viral content, like, sure, there's – money to be made with that but we're not at that point yet so it's it's smart investments and allocating the money where it needs to go right now and you work now so you can vacation later like Dave Portnoy with Barstool Sports is I know I bring him up on here all the time but he is one of my biggest inspirations because he didn't take a vacation day for 10 years and built the dynasty that Barstool Sports is now. And, I mean, he's a complete ass on Twitter. If you saw anything that happened this week with him, like, he started a fight with, like, a bunch of unions. And then AOC said she was going to sue him or some shit. And then Donald Trump Jr. jumped in. Like, it was a political shit show over him just joking around, like, making fun of a blogger's union on Twitter. But, like... He ended up trending in two or three places on Twitter, and it's and like he's that, building his career. That's, yeah, that's just more interaction for Barstool. Like people that don't understand like the whole um, click funnels and all of that stuff. It's like every time you type Barstool Sports, you're just moving them up in the SEO. Like, exactly. I don't know. It really made me laugh, but um, no. Chase that dream. Chase it while you're young, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's what I've been hearing all my that's life. That's all I'm trying to say, man. And, I mean, I'm really proud of, like, how much you've grown in photography the last several months. And, like, I didn't even really know you that well before, like, this car season. Like, we yeah. meet cars and coffee and stuff to say hi. But, yeah. like, you and Dennis came up to me at the one show. You're like, hey, man, I listened to the podcast last yeah. week. I was like, hell yeah. Like, and then yeah. we just started talking more and more, and here we are. But, yeah. like... Is there anybody that really inspired you? Like, is there anybody that you, like, you like their style of shooting and, like, you try and incorporate some of their, like, style, uh, I don't know, stylistic elements is the way to put that. Like, is there anybody that you, not copy, but, like, take inspiration from when you shoot or, like... Yeah, there's a few people. Um, two of them are local. Trey Hanna. If you're familiar okay. with him. I've, I've met Trey once or twice. Yeah. Um, hey, he's someone, like, even just before I had my photography account, I'd follow him on my main and just watching him shoot. There's so or many good photographers in the Pittsburgh area. So yeah. many. Well, I mean, there's a difference between being a good photographer and taking picking up a camera and putting it on auto setting. Yeah, That's, I agree. Um, T. Miller, photography, he's... I see his stuff. I don't yeah. think I've ever met him. And yeah. if I have, I apologize if you're listening. I'm, I get thrown into so many conversations, I can't keep track of who I talk to anymore. Yeah, he he was giving me a, he's been giving me like a lot of tips lately, like how to how to like build my account like socially, and also different styles of shooting. So shout out to him and another. This one's more of a big photographer. Everybody loves him. Or hates him. <laughs> it's it's one of yeah. them that I know uh, who you're talking about. Who? Larry Chen. Yep. Everybody loves Larry Chen. Oh, you gotta love him. Um, you, do you follow Alex Penfold? I do not. You need to. 
You'll like him too. I don't know that much about Larry, but I like his work. Uh, well, I found him through Hoonigan. Right. Um, and then he, he, I think it's his own channel. It's Hoonigan Autofocus. Okay, and I'm gonna have to look that up. He did a shoot with Von Gittin Jr. They shut down a highway in Texas, and he did a four-leaf clover go on uh, an off-ramp, on an off-ramp, another off-ramp, another on-ramp. This was it was at night too. I have to find that. And just like his different styles of shooting, it's it's amazing. All the connections he's able to make, he gets to travel the world. He did all the shoots for Ken Block. Right, right, and I mean that's that's all you really need. You gotta get in with somebody big and just let them blow your spot exactly. up. You know what I mean? Like exactly. That's, uh, it's just putting yourself out there. I mean, it's taught gotta, me to get out of my comfort zone and speak to new people. Uh, for sure, that's networking is huge, mm-hmm. and all you have to do. Introduce yourself, say... Even if it's just saying, hey. Yeah, you say hi. Make them know your name, though. That's yeah. the thing. And, oh, like, yeah. don't just say hi to them once. If you see somebody at Cars and Coffee every weekend, that's say what's that's up. why I run around like a chicken with my head cut off, man. I run into people, I, I make sure that I say you hi. Gotta I, keep, I make it a point yeah. to keep that relationship. And but you can't just hit somebody up when you need something. Reach out to them, like, midweek sometimes. Shoot a text, hey, man, thinking of you, how you doing? Like, yeah. It's... No, little no. things like that go a long way because then when they need somebody and they're like oh I need a they're photographer gonna to they're gonna think like you're gonna be in their mind more so than if it's mm-hmm. like oh I met them once at Cars and Coffee I didn't really talk to them yeah that's why I'm thinking about getting like business cards made no don't think about doing it Do get it. it done yeah I've had it's, I've been juggling that thought around for a while no get it done because I promise you that's the we'll sit down and we'll uh I'll help you out with that if, yeah. if you want help with it. It's one of those things that there's no reason to not have it because they're so cheap that mm-hmm. even if you give a hundred of them out or a thousand of them out and you get ten calls, you'll still make money. They're back. like ten dollars for a thousand business cards. Yeah. It's so worth it. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say around the first waterfront meet this year. Well, first and last. The I early guess. waterfront <laughs> meet this year. <laughs> Yeah, that rip. Great job, guys. Um, rip. That, I think, was one another spot that really helped me build just by the amount of cars there. I was able to go around and shoot more than just like your average cars and coffee. Waterfront two years ago is what blew up horsepower and pizza because I took that drone picture yep. of the whole lot. Yep. I went from like 90 followers or like 100 followers to like 250 overnight. Yeah. And like that doesn't sound like that big of a deal but for but just like starting to, out for just starting out to double your following overnight like i've gained 150 in the past two days from the rwb stuff because rwb keeps posting like pictures and videos it's yours i think they no they keep tagging pat though like i don't they give me photo credit on it though because it's yeah it's my stuff yeah. that's getting shared it doesn't have a watermark or anything on it which it probably you get, should you gotta get a watermark now i got it well alex is Alex Laverty is working on my um, stuff as we speak for the fall line, finally. I hope. I texted him. Is he doing all the designs? Yeah, that's who does my work for the most part. But I'm updating the logo, so I'm going to have him 
send me a PNG of that so I can use it on the. Yeah, I a need watermark. a watermark yeah. for sure. Watermarks are crucial if you're doing photography, guys. Anyone can screenshot it and yeah. call it theirs. Which, luckily, the RWB page, I don't even think it's like. It's not the RWB official page. It's a fan like, page. It's a fan page, but because like. Jason Nakai's son, he's old school. Right, for sure. Like, it's just. I was surprised that they reposted one picture and then they reposted the video that I took and yep. they stenciling the tires and then they so I'm just gonna keep posting stuff and tagging them and if they keep reposting it great was but, that spray paint he used yeah they didn't oh, even have sick. they didn't even have white spray paint they had to send Spencer out to buy white spray paint yesterday the dude probably said 20 words the whole time no dude he he's silent he works in silence how do you work in silence when you have cameras around you the whole time he, that's the thing like he doesn't even like it's crazy he doesn't look at the cameras not like nothing bothers him he just sits there and does his work you think he probably learned to like block it all out probably i don't know he he was outside smoking the other day wednesday when i was there after work and i'm standing there against the bay door just kind of like <laughs> he's walking around a 991 uh gt3 touring that's yeah. in the parking lot he's just smoking a cigarette walking around looking at it and then he like puts the cigarette out flicks the butt and starts walking back in towards the shop and I'm standing against the bay door like just watching him walk towards me and he walks towards me and makes eye contact with me and just smirks and then puts his head down and walks into the garage and I was like what like this is so surreal I never expected to see this dude in person let alone like the most humble man alive I could have reached out and grabbed him and like it's just so surreal to me it's like i don't even know what to compare it to i've never like i met uh mario andretti when i was like eight and of course that was before like everybody had camera phones and stuff so like i have a poster that's signed somewhere or at least i did but like i remember interacting with him like he talked to me he called me by my first name like it was that was cool but like nakai saw the legendary he's the builder, legendary builder everything of wide body Porsches like do you think he knows how big of like a following he has through social media or how much he's impacted just the I don't think he cares community? I don't think he cares you don't no his I think his entire thing is he knows his worth and he knows his work speaks for itself yeah and he doesn't care about anything but that and i think it's one of those things where he comes in he does his work and that's all that matters to him he's Mm -hmm. i think i would say he's living his dream he's doing precisely what he wants to do he flies around the world to do this like for and yeah he's making dumb money to do these kids like well, like 20 I, I, grand a kit, you know? Oh, it's... I'm least. sure it's more than that. It's... These rotiforms are probably 12 grand in wheels. The rear tires are $350 Each? a piece. Wow. They're 335 30, 18s. Wow. I, I, thought they were th- I thought they were 345s because they were big. I think they're 335. I don't remember. I took a picture. I'll post it on Instagram. I, I had my hand... Up. Yeah, I saw My that. hand doesn't even go halfway across the tire, like yeah. spread out. It's wild. But now, do you have anything else you want to talk on? Um, 
go back to LA for a bit. All right. Um, we're kind of limited on time here. They close here in like 20 minutes, so yeah. we'll, we'll uh, wrap this up soon. But yeah. Go ahead. Um, just overall, I know like the stereotypical thing for what outsiders think of California people is is they're douchey and like they think that they're shit because they have like, a bunch of kind of money. But if like you open up to I'm them, I'm douchey and I don't have any kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> See, but they won't admit it. That's that's one thing, but. If you open up to them and tell them like what you want to do, they'll support you. They're just like anyone else. You did tell me that you when you got back, you're like, man, like the creativity and like the hey, that's um, insane. Like everybody just wants to. I don't know that they want to help, but like they're more supportive of the dream because there's so many people that aren't exactly, from there. They move there to they're chase. All trying they're trying. Yeah, everybody, everybody's out there faking it till they make it. Yeah. And, um, they're all in that. They have that mindset of we're all in it together. Right. Like I, I have a friend, another friend that I made out there. My first year I visited, she spent a week at some fashion design camp. She'd get up every morning and drive down to fucking LA, which is like an hour drive in the morning. Oh yeah, that traffic's ridiculous. Six lanes of highway and it never clears up. But when it does, everyone does eighty. No, I'm Even sure. the cops. I'm sure. That's just. I gotta get out there. Just I want to experience it. Even if you I, just I spread out, it to I one person. Yeah, I just want to go out and try and network with a couple people. I want to go visit Spencer's office too. I keep texting. Isn't he going to New York? Oh. He was talking about he wanted I to. I talked to him a couple weeks ago, but I didn't ask him about. I, I think I did see that he posted about like maybe doing an East Coast office too. Yeah. Or something. That'd be really cool. Pittsburgh, we're up and coming ish. Yeah. I mean, we have crappy weather, but... Make it work. Um, no, Spencer Burke is who we're talking about. Uh, he's a friend of mine. He's a YouTuber and a friend of mine that owns a social media marketing agency in San Diego. Fantastic guy. Great dude. Down um, to earth. Yeah, super down to earth. I was hoping he was coming in for Vintage Grand Prix this year. I was going to try and get him on the podcast, but um, he didn't end up making the trip, unfortunately. Did you but, have your podcast when he was here? The, um, yes and year. no. Um, it was when it was like me and RJ just like recording it on the phone and we weren't doing it consistently it was like one uh, episode okay. every like three months now uh, we're okay. trying to do like at least one a week and like yeah. it's been hard the past couple months like I mean everybody hard. is so busy during the summer like yeah. Claire's going to Ireland and like next week and then they all go to Japan in October and like oh, what? they're going to Japan to go to Japan for two weeks after H2O must be nice that's what I said I was invited, but not going. You gotta make money. Yeah. Make money to spend money, I guess. Something like that. <laughs> um, no, but that's just... Uh, the creativity thing is huge. Yeah. Because I... We already talked about, like, how large your graduating class was compared to mine. Like, yeah. I come from a very small town. Not a lot of people leave. They all stay there. And, like, anybody from Mannheim listening to this, like, I'm not talking shit. You know I'm stating facts. Except not for the tweet of... you put. It's... You just told me the story about the tweet. Oh, uh, that, yeah. <laughs> I, I had the nickname Twitter Fingers in high school. And then, like, the day of graduation practice, I uh, said some, how, how do we say fucked up shit without saying, saying fucked up shit? No, I... 
girl I went to high school with was nine months pregnant, and I said something on Twitter to the. I didn't even say it. It was my best friend that said it. I just put it on Twitter. He said I didn't know they made uh, graduation gowns in maternity sizes. Well, <laughs> I mean, I didn't. <laughs> but hey, they, you went uh, viral. <laughs> yeah, viral with like nine retweets in a small town. But um, what yeah, was your graduating was, size? 243 or 236 or something like, like that. It was over 700. It was less than 250 In kids. this year's, uh, the, cl- the class that's going to be graduating this coming year, they're like 800. That's wild. Yeah. No, but, like, I come from a small town. Yeah. Not a lot of people leave. I was kind of seen as, like, well, why do you want to move to Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh's expensive. Real estate out here, so it's gold. much cheaper. In Lancaster County, it's ridiculous. The it's a taxes, gold mine too. The taxes are a little bit higher, but it like it balanced out yeah. that it's still cheaper for me to live out here. And like now, I'm looking at leaving the area again, which is like super low key. Now, I mean, nobody listens to this anyway. <laughs> We're 45 minutes in, nobody's listening at this point. But um, looking at leaving the area again, and like people are like, oh, well, it's going to be more expensive than Pittsburgh, and I'm. I live in Allegheny County. My taxes are ridiculous. So, like, yeah. I found a house that's, like... Was it the one you sent me? Yes. Oh, dude, I love that. The property taxes on that are cheaper than my house currently. Oh. I don't know. Don't dude. blow up my spot. Don't say anything, because the house is still on the market. I'm just going to say low-key trap house. Dude, it's... It's not a trip. It's not, like... Not like a trap it's house. It's not a trap house. It's like, it's something you'd see on like GTA. You'd yeah. Like one of the mansions you could own on GTA, but it's not a mansion. It's like 2,400 square feet. The garage is cool because it has an office above the garage, which would be like podcast studio. Oh, like, that'd be sick. It'd be so tight. I just got to make it happen. It's one yeah. of those things where like things have to happen in a certain order yeah. in a somewhat quick time frame, but. Yeah. Um, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I'm probably still moving to that area. Anyway, I, I screwed myself there. Did you see? You definitely saw the picture I posted with Crispy on Facebook yeah. last night. I'm wearing that shirt in it. And my dad comments. He's like, oh, what shirt's that? And like, thankfully, I'm holding pizza in yeah, front of yeah. it, so you can't read it the whole yeah. way. Do you see RJ's comment, though? No. He posted a link to Google Flights for flights to the location on the shirt. And I, I commented back, I guess everything's low-key until you put it on a t-shirt. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it was one of the 2020 samples. You, y'all uh, will see it really, eventually. Uh, he blew up my spot big time. But oh, he whatever. really put you on blast there. It, it is what it is. I don't care. But, no one reads the comments anyways. Uh, yeah, I'm irrelevant. <laughs> Dude, it was humbling. Like... I show up to film yesterday, and I walk in, and, like, Nakai-san's there, Crispy's there, Halcyon's there. I'm like, yep, I'm the media... Nakai-san is the pack of cigarettes for the day. I'm like, I am the media nobody of the day. (laughs) Nice to meet you. But I bought pizza, so everybody loved me, so... (laughs) You're the freshman, and they're all seniors. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. I want to meet Crispy so bad. Are you coming to H2O? I got school. I just rolled my eyes so hard you probably heard it, but um, <laughs> yeah, you gotta come to H2O one, next year, if not. Oh uh, dude, it's bucket list. Dude. It's bucket list. Okay, I, I'll tell you how how this works, how, how badly you need to prioritize this. My friend Joe, that now lives in Oregon, is yeah. flying back for H2O. And then oh, is that the one with the guy with the M5? 
the 135, the, the record that we went uh, to okay, get yeah, in uh, yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. No, you're thinking of Malcolm. Yeah. Um, but no, Joe's the one that moved out to work for Nike, and then that I went out to visit. Uh, and okay, then, yeah. Um, yeah, we're just kind of, he's flying back in, and then they all go to Japan, like, two weeks later, which is going to be super cool. I think I'm going to send the GoPro with Blair. Do it. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna talk about what everybody rented cool cars. That's that's all I'll say. But um, if people want to follow you, where can they find you? Me. Um, they can find me on Instagram at clear dot cut underscore photography. Um, Facebook. It's you know how Facebook works. You just type in someone's first and last name, and they pop up. All right. So Alex Words. Yeah. And then. Twitter. Twitter is Alex Awards 19. Awards underscore 19. Um, I'll link all this stuff down below. Um, yeah, and I mean, we have a podcast page on Instagram now, so. Yeah, check it out. At Cold Pizza Podcast. I generally just post like sound clips and like stupid shit that I say on here. The stuff that never makes it on? No, it generally, it's all stuff that makes it on, but I'm um, gonna. That's at Cold Pizza Podcast, and then of course at Horsepower Pizza is the main account, and then um, www.horsepowerpizza.com. We're also Horsepower Pizza on YouTube, uh, Twitter. Nobody uses Twitter. I do. So, I mean, I, you're my favorite follower on Twitter like <laughs> I, I like I, all your stuff. I tweet stupid shit, and then I'll get like ten notifications that Alex just went through my Twitter and liked everything. I'm like, all right, well that's cool. It was cool though, cause I I tweet shit on the horsepower pizza account, yeah, and nobody says anything or like interacts with it or, any, or anything. I post a picture. I said girlfriend for the afternoon, and it was the Supra, and yeah, I'm yeah. holding the Super key. Scroll down, it has like 15 likes. I was like, there you go. Oh, as he's sitting there scrolling through my Twitter, <laughs> doing that now. But um, oh, you changed your profile picture. I did on my personal account. Nice. The only picture that I'm smiling in. That RJ took like 10 pictures, and of course the only one where I'm smiling, my eyes are closed. But it is what it is. Um, yeah, so yeah. I want to thank you so much for coming. We'll have you on again if we yeah, didn't sure. get through everything that you wanted to talk about. Generous is closing, so I'm trying to not be a dick and get out of here. Like, Oh, please. We have people in Target that come in when, when the stores close. No, that's... But we've picked them out before. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace out. Build it for you.